Nook Nation. It's Wednesday, which means it's time for a brand new episode of the Nook Nation podcast right here on the Chinook Social Network. And today we're talking all about ballpark food, everybody's favorite topic. The best part of baseball, of course, is the food. And joining me today in studio, once again, is Chris Salazar, your manager of sales over here at the office. Chris, welcome back. Thanks for having me. You're kind of our expertise as you're one of our uh, food testers and connoisseurs throughout the season. I'm one of the big people, yeah. And also joining us for the first time on the Nook Nation podcast, he is the guy behind the plan at the concession stand, Mr. Rob Rothy. Rob, thanks for joining us. Yeah, this is a definitely a good topic to have my first uh, episode on late on the podcast, so I'm excited. You are the expert. You are the man that puts it all together over at Capco Park. Uh, a few notes that before we dive into ballpark food, we announced earlier this week our holiday package will be going on sale on Wednesday, November 20th, one week from today, and it will feature the exclusive Santa Euchre bobblehead for just $30. You get the bobblehead, two ticket vouchers to a 2020 Chinooks game. You can order it online over the phone or at our office here in Grafton. One week from today, limited quantity available. Don't miss out. It's one of our best bobbleheads today, the Santa Euchre bobblehead. And if you can't make it before then to pick up your bobblehead, you can order your bobblehead and pick it up at our rummage sale, which will take place the first week of December, Thursday, December 5th from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. And then Saturday, December 6th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. at our office in Grafton. New for this year, we'll have a season ticket holder night on Thursday, December 4th from 5.30 to 8.30 at our office at Grafton. And you must renew your package for the 2020 season in order to get in early on December 4th. We'll have grab bags. We're bringing back our bobble board. We'll have all the bobbles and giveaways from previous seasons. We're going to have our biggest merchandise sale yet. More details on that to come. So make sure you join us December 4th to the 6th for our holiday rummage sale. Let's dive into everything ballpark food related. Summer collegiate, minor league baseball, major league baseball. This is going to be a fun topic. Let's start with our own Capco Park. Let's go with our favorite food item at Capco Park. Chris, why don't you kick us off? Alrighty, I have definitely a handful. Uh, so for me, number one was pizza. Uh, I am always a sausage and cheese type of guy, and they always hook it up there at the pizza station. So. Now, we got to talk about pizza yep. station real quick because we have a celebrity now in the pizza station yep. in Rudy. Rudy's Rudy. been with us how many years, Rob? Uh, this was his third season. Third season. You probably would recognize Rudy, and he claimed the fame came this past September. Mm-hmm. He got on the social media accounts for college game day. with a, what, would, what did his sign say? It was about – It was a bring back to NCAA football game. So if you follow the college game day on Facebook, you may have seen the post. I think he's wearing a hard hat, and yep. he has that Home Depot hard hat. Yeah, yep. a home a Home Depot hard hat. So if you haven't, just go on their page and it should be on there. And they reposted it after California yep. ruled that players could potentially be paid for their name and likeness. So Rudy has a claim to fame with college football now. He does a great job over the pizza trailer. Chris, roll on with your top items at Capco Park. Uh, the other ones I have are the wings, the chicken tenders. Uh, hot dogs, cheese curds. I like the fish fry as well. I think that's really good. Uh, and our cheeseburgers and finally the spicy chicken. So I have a lot of different – I think our food's great, and that's not just because we work for the team, but I have a lot of different options for sure. You just named half the menu. <laughs> if you had to pick one or two, what would it be? Uh, you definitely got to say pizza. pizza. Yeah, because yeah, probably out of 36 games, we're doing that at least 30. Uh, pizza and wings. 
Pizza and wings. Yeah, those are the first two I put. So and new this year we got uh, break bush wings. So um, those those went really well for us. And seeing that Chris supports the break bush wings yeah. a lot. <laughs> yep. I there will be got multiple sponsor plugs here on the show <laughs> yeah. today. Thanks to Rob. Rob, you're the man that puts this all together. What's your favorite item at the ballpark? Um, I'm gonna go with the bacon cheeseburger, uh, quarter pound patty, and then you throw on some bacon and cheese. Our uh, Toronto bread is uh, one of the better bakeries around, so fresh bread at every game. Um, then I'm going to go with the walking taco, which was new this yes. year. Um, I know I always put a little extra meat on it, um, so that might be a, a staple this year is just throwing a little extra meat for the customers. Um, not sure if we're going to have other toppings, but uh, right now we just have the beef, so I'll go with that with the jalapenos and cheese. Um, those are my favorites. We are researching other ideas, though. Yeah, so yeah. we're kind of kind of in the works right now, testing out different meat meat qualities and you know chicken and maybe a brisket or something. Um, but I have the two people next to me that love to taste test food, so we'll keep pushing different taste testings for these guys. I don't know about Chris, but when I started at the Chinooks eight years ago, I was skinny. I've sacrificed my body for the good of the team. I think you could say the same, Chris. I mean, I wouldn't say I was skinny when we started, <laughs> but I was skinnier. I would say I was skinny before I met my wife. Yeah. And then I got fat. Yeah. The wife and the job just kind yeah. of put it all in perspective. <laughs> but we have definitely sacrificed our bodies. I'm with Chris with the pizza. I think Rudy and the boys over at Papa Gill's Italian Bistro do a phenomenal job. And I'm going to go with Rob and the walking taco. Uh, it was one of those we have been trying to get done for years. Um, we just couldn't really execute it properly. This year we had a good game plan. And I love it. I love the Doritos version. I like to put a little nacho cheese on it, which I think oh. we need to make available next year to the fans. Um, but, yeah, we're definitely – we did some taste testing, some trial and error with some new things for next year. I got to believe, and I got to research it, there's got to be like a dessert walking taco out there in some fashion. Not with taco meat, but some sort of contraption that's similar to a walking taco for desserts. I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to play around with it, and one day we'll have it. If you do, here. we will uh, feature it on certain nights. All right. Least favorite item. I mean, what what one item have you made or you've never had a Capco Park or something that's just not really your type of food that you would like at Capco Park? Uh, like I said, there's not too much that I've tried and didn't like, to be honest. Uh, I would say the, the stand that I don't typically go by or really acknowledge too much. And that's not to say that the people who do are wrong. It's just you don't get a body like mine by eating at the uh, Field of Greens. So I'm sure it tastes great. It's just something that uh, doesn't coexist with my lifestyle, so to speak, of how I like to eat, which <laughs> is to your defense, not good. We moved the wings to the main stand. Papa Gillis is before the Field of Greens, so you have no reason to go past exactly. the Field yeah. of Greens. Yeah. yeah, I'm just leaving it for the rest of them. I will say I tried the Impossible Burger. Um, it's huge now. You can get it at... Chili's, Burger King, basically every fast food and sit-down place under the sun. Yeah, Dunkin' Donuts actually just came out with a breakfast Impossible Burger. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, or so heard it on the radio. That yeah. might be a, something that we add to the vegan stand is a breakfast burger. Like an Impossible sauce, breakfast sausage? Yeah. Yeah. Well, John Soraki, who used to help us out um, on the concession side, and you see him, great mustache at the ballpark. He introduced us to this pro product at a food show probably – Two or three years ago, three, three years yeah, ago. they were just coming out, and he said, you guys need to buy stock in these guys. It's a plant-based, meat-flavored burger, and we thought he was crazy. And 
we were the ones crazy enough not to buy stock, <laughs> and we probably would have made a lot of money off of it. Well, I technically wasn't there, so you're right. But I, I, I always listen to John. I I am now going to take all my stock tips from John Strocky because if he bought stock in Impossible Burgers, he hit it on the head over at the Field of Greens. I'm with you. I'm not a huge vegan person. Um, I've tried everything there for the most part. Interesting fact: over eight seasons, I've never had the foot long cod or the fish fry in my life. God's great. Yeah, the fish yeah. fry, that's a must for you in 2020. Um, Guinness, Guinness beer battered cod. Um, it's a it's a great product, so you'll have to work your way over there on a Friday to get one of those. Are there any items that you haven't tried or you're not a huge fan of? Um, I, I'm not a big fan of the, um, uh, the meatball bomber. Um, it's one of those items, if I'm going to have a meatball, I want spaghetti noodles and, you know, Something like that. So meatball bomber is really not on the top of my list. Um, jalapeno poppers. Uh, I don't know. I, if, if I'm going to have a jalapeno popper, I want a bacon wrapped cream cheese jalapeno popper. Wow. Um, so the, the the breaded one just doesn't do it for me. But they are delicious. Um, we have fans who love them. Yeah, and you know they're 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 one of our one of our top uh, appetizers that we have. So. But I just prefer a little bacon-wrapped jalapeno. The one item I was very glad we got rid of over time, Jacob Nelson will not be happy about this, but I couldn't have been more happy when we got rid of the cream corn nuggets. Cream corn, to me, is one of the worst things in the world. There'd be times where they got mixed in accidentally with the cheese curds. Ooh. Yeah, they were hard. And you get the wrong yeah. one. And, oh, for me, it was just everything went downhill that night if I had a cream corn nugget. But, all right, if you had one last meal at Capco Park, you're visiting the stadium one last time. You get an appetizer, an entree, and a dessert. What are you going with? Uh, so for my appetizer, I would say the cheese curds. Um, for my entree, it would be the sausage and cheese pizza. For the dessert, it would be a throwback item that we no longer have, and that would be, yes, the Reese's pie. Yes. I think me and you are the only two people that ate it, Yeah, but that would be my dessert item. And Burger King used to have it, and they yeah. don't have any. Yeah, exactly. Either. Well, the Snickers one's pretty good. I think they saw that. Rob, uh, your last meal. So for my appetizer, I'm going to go with a walking taco. Um, for my uh, entree, we're going to do the bacon cheeseburger with Vintner chips on the side. Um and my dessert will be a double scoop of caramel collusion um, at the ice cream stand. You really took advantage of the appetizer with the walking taco. Yeah, it's I, technically an that's, entree. Yeah, that's, that's a double entree. Well, in my defense, the yeah, I don't think I have a defense there. I'm going to go with this You're my the last boss. meal. You're yeah. do whatever you want. <laughs> I, I, I'm kind of with Chris. Um, I would do the cheese curds. I think our Milwaukee pretzel company, pretzel is right behind the cheese curd. Um, they do phenomenal work with their pretzels. I would do the pizza. And then, uh, ooh, I don't know. I think I'd have to go with I think I'd have to go with the funnel cake for the dessert. All of our desserts are great. You know, we expanded our dugout desserts last year with the mini donuts. We got some great stuff coming this year. Um, we taste tested a few weeks ago over at Riverside, Riverside Foods and Two Rivers. Um, and, you know, we didn't really touch base on the beverages, but we got a great line of Pepsi products, Miller products, Lion Kugels. Um, Broken Bat Brewing Company, Great Lakes Brewing. So we got a great menu of beverages. I've always told the team if they get rid of Pepsi products and Mountain Dew, then I'm out. Yeah, my drink would have to be a root beer float. I think I'll go with a root beer float for my drink. 
Mountain Dew? Yeah. Yeah. Cold red or regular? Cold red. We had someone pose the question on social media, Coke or Pepsi is better. I think without question, the line of Pepsi is better than Coke's line. No question. Agreed. Mainly because yep. Mountain Dew brings brings it in the line. Yeah, so. I would agree. All right, so let's move on to, you know, we do a lot of traveling to other North Lake team, minor league baseball, pro teams. Uh, we've been to a lot of baseball stadiums. Let's go to our favorite ballpark item at any other venue. Chris, lead us off. Uh, so I have a few here, um, and I tried to hit a different, like, different, uh, I guess, league, so to speak. Uh, so the first one, uh, we did a staff trip in Fond du Lac, and I thought their pulled pork was amazing. So I really enjoyed that. So shout out to the guys in Fond du Lac and their pulled pork. Uh, the next one I have is the grilled cheeseburger in Appleton, even though I wasn't able to finish it, but it was still very good. Uh, for me, traditionalist, it's the Italian beef or hot dog at Wrigley. Uh, the platters at Miller Park, the the ones where like they shave the meat and stuff for you, or you get like the side and stuff. I think those are uh, big thumbs up. Um, and then in King County, I forget what day. Um, I think it's Thursdays maybe, but they do like a, a huge uh, loaded nacho helmet. That thing's really good. And it's pretty cheap, honestly. So that would be my items. Something interesting King County did when I visited there probably two or three years ago. They had an old walk-in cooler they weren't using anymore, and they turned it into a craft beer stand. Mm -hmm. So they had like hundreds of craft beers, and you could come in and pick your own, and they would pour it for you outside. Very creative idea. King County does a good job with their concessions. Rob? Yeah, mine, uh, I, would, I would definitely agree with Chris with the, the loaded helmet, uh, the nacho, fully loaded, you know, pulled pork, uh, jalapenos, cheese, nacho cheese. Um, but I would take it one step farther and say I, I would rather have uh, tater tots instead of for the nachos. Oh, yeah. I like I tater that. tots on the helmet. Um, and what my favorite, no matter where I go, um, and my wife will contest this for me, she always says that uh, – I have to get the pecan roasted nuts. Um, those are a must. As soon as I walk into a facility, I have to get those. And then we kind of go from there when it comes to food. We had the nuts, I think, back in 2013. They had a short run at the ballpark. They had a lot of prep, and you know, it was it's tough to do with an outdoor venue. Yeah. If there's one thing that we, you know, one thing that I definitely want to try to do, and that's that would be the one item that I miss most at Capco Park. Um, so we'll, we'll work on it. And can't say we can do it for sure, but. It's on the wish list. Shout out to the loyal 10th man, Maverick. That was one of his wish list items. The nuts. Bring him back. The All nuts, right. Yeah. Uh, I would have to say, you know, I'll, I'll admit, I think the Brewers and Bucks, the local teams, I think they do a great job using local vendors and companies and restaurants. But there's really nothing at Miller Park that I really look forward to having. They have a lot of great options, but they're not one item um, that I, like, have to have when I go to Miller Park. Uh, my number one <clears throat> would probably be the Snappy Burger. Oh, see, yeah, I haven't tried uh, that yet. You never had the Snappy Burger? No, I, it's on my list. We'll, we'll do it this year. The Snappy Burger uh, from the Boyd Snappers, uh, the single A team, it's phenomenal. It's a burger, and it's a brat. I think it's a cheeseburger and a brat cut in half on top of it. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah, and it's just, I don't know why it's so good. It's just a brat and a hot dog put together, but it tastes phenomenal. <laughs> um, some of our season ticket holders, Bill Miller, Dan Newland, who are big Snappers fans, they would attest the Snappy Burger is a must-have if you got out to Boy. Wisconsin Timber Rattlers does an excellent job. I, I honestly think we have one of the best food operations in the state, and I think the T-Rats are right there with us. Um, they had a cheese curd burger a few years. I think it was called the Wisconsin Burger. It was a burger, a cheeseburger with cheese curds and nacho cheese sauce. 
They don't have any more, um, but it was phenomenal. I always got that. I am with you on the grilled cheeseburger. It is a grilled cheese, bacon cheeseburger, yep. and then a grilled cheese. So the grilled cheeses are the buns, yep. and it's massive, but it's easy to eat. It's clean. It's a great presentation. That sounds amazing. And it really doesn't – like they cook it pretty quickly. Like yes. you would think they, they – and it doesn't feel like it's cooked quickly if, you, if that makes sense. We wait like, maybe four or five minutes. Yeah. But we drive up to Appleton just to have the grilled cheeseburger. They had one a few years back during their food fight promotions. Um, it was a deep dish pizza burger. It's like a deep dish pizza was the top and the bottom of the bun, and Ooh. there was a burger. It was like 25 bucks. Ooh. I never got to it. We wanted to do it, but it was like you've already had three items and you got nothing left. So and it was a process to wait for it. So, But it was on my list of things that we never got to. So. I uh, found an interesting article that MLB released earlier in this year, uh, and it ranks what MLB found to be the most popular concession stand items. And I thought it was kind of interesting. If you guys had to, without seeing this list, what would you think in MLB are the top two most popular food items? I'd have to say a hot dog. Yeah. Hot dog would be number one. <laughs> Does that include drinks or just food? And just food. Okay. Yeah, for sure, hot dog. Cracker Jacks? Is that do people actually still sell those? Oh yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. So the list, the top twelve most popular items were sunflower seeds at number twelve, cotton candy, which I was kind of surprised cotton candy would be on the list, hamburger at number ten, which seems kind of high, a nachos at number nine, cheeseburger at number eight, soft serve and anything other than a commemorative plastic helmet. Cracker Jacks is number six. Chicken Fingers at number five, which I would think Chicken Fingers would be higher on the list. I don't think Chicken Fingers are a huge ballpark item at MLB. Peanuts is number four. I thought Ooh, Peanuts would yeah. be number one or two. Hot Dog is number three. Hmm. I thought the hot dog, like the most, the food most associated with baseball, I think, is a hot dog. For sure. Yeah. And then number two is a pretzel, which I thought was a little low on the list. I yeah. thought it should be higher. And then number one is soft serve in a commemorative plastic helmet. Yeah, ice cream. I mean, well, and a, if you clean it up, it's like a built-in giveaway too. I mean, I would definitely put the the soft serve in number you know top five, but I thought hot dog would for sure be number one. Yeah, that's what I would have thought. Well, when we come back from our break, we're going to dive into some of the craziest ballpark entrees we've seen this year um, on the web and around the country, and then we'll get to the fans. Um, entries on social media. Stick around right here on the Chinook Social Network for more Nook Nation podcasts. Capco is a family-owned business and a leader in the metal fabricating and stamping industry. Their people come together to work hard, support each other, and give back to the community. And now, Capco has career opportunities available in a variety of positions. Part-time, full-time, on-the-job training, competitive pay, and comprehensive benefits including on-site wellness and free health club membership. Come together at Capco by visiting capcoinc.com slash careers. Back here on the Nook Nation podcast on the Chinook Social Network. They are Rob and Chris. I am Eric, and we are talking all about ballpark food. Talk about our favorites at Capco Park and around the ballparks around the nation. Doing a little research, uh, I want to kind of play a little yay or nay with you guys. 
on some of these items I found if you would try this or if you think this sounds good or not. So um, the first list comes from USA Today, the most, the 12 craziest entrees they found this season. Um, if you need more details from the title, let me know. Uh, this one comes from our friends at the Battle Creek Bombers. They got huge attention for this. Um, they're on Good Morning America. It is their Twinkie dog. It is a hot dog stuffed inside a Twinkie topped off with ketchup and mustard. Yay or nay? I'm going with a nay on that one. Um, Whipped cream, rainbow sprinkles, and a cherry on top. I I am a yay, but with stipulation. Uh, I would not – one, ketchup does not belong on a hot dog ever. Two, I would not put mustard on it. I would leave it as a dessert item. So I would get rid of those things. And then, yeah, why not try it? I would agree. Ketchup and mustard doesn't yeah. sound good. The other stuff, cool, yeah. You're an Illinois guy. Can I ask the no ketchup on a hot dog or broth thing, where it started from? Or? I don't know. Typically, you just give up using ketchup like on a hot dog when you're like four. <laughs> I put ketchup on everything. I put ketchup <laughs> on our pulled pork. And that explains it all, fans. I do eat the same as my <laughs> two-year-old daughter. So uh, the next one would be Bachos, taco served in a bacon shell. Um, this comes from the White Caps. Yeah. So a bacon taco shell with. Hmm. I'm a yes also on that one. That is yeah. a bacon anything sounds yeah. amazing. Yeah, that's an easy yes. Uh, the funnel dog. This comes from our best ballpark. Their BBQ shack. It's a juicy hot dog battered with a funnel cake and coated with powdered sugar. Um. So yeah, I guess it's it's essentially like it's a hot dog on a funnel, hot dog in a funnel cake. Yeah, so it's kind of like the Twinkie, just without the yeah the cream right. inside the Twinkie. Yeah, I would try sure. that. Yeah, I'm, yeah. A, I'm a nay on that one also. Yeah, we're doing it. All right, baseball's best burger, which is voted by the Gateway Grizzlies. Let's see. This consists of a quarter pound burger topped with two slices of bacon, a sharp cheddar. Oh, Chris, this has got you written all over. It's stuffed between two Krispy Kreme donuts. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Krispy Kreme uh, is a superior donut. Uh, I would give that a couple bites, but uh, yeah. Krispy Kreme I'm not a fan of. All right, another question, non-Illinois related. What's the craze about Krispy Kreme? It's literally a glazed donut. Yeah, but it, it's phenomenally made. It, it's, it melts in your mouth. It's delicious. When the light's on, you get a free one. So that's, <laughs> that's a bonus. What do you mean when the light's on? Chris waits for the light. This ain't Motel 6. <laughs> <laughs> when you when you go past the Krispy Kreme and they have the Krispy Kreme like the logo the it like it's lit up it's red it's like a red light and like if you go and get a Krispy Kreme they take a fresh one off the line you just get a the Krispy Kreme store yeah where's there a Krispy Kreme there's store? one right around from your house it's like right across the street from that Ooh. Uh, yeah I don't know what street that is it's like the good one on the, the south corner. side of Milwaukee yeah, Oak Creek yeah twenty seventh yeah. and Layton yeah. And they got the new holiday one. At least it used to be there. It's like the I don't cherry pie one, the apple pie one. It's wow. de I'm definitely doing that for sure. I know there's one on Highway 100 for sure. So you notice the difference between a glazed donut Quick Trip and Krispy Kreme? Yes. Wow, interesting. I think we're going to do a taste test. I'm going to get a bunch of different glazed donuts and see if you can notice the difference. I probably could. All right, the next one is Philly Cheesesteak Nachos. Also comes from the Gateway Grizzlies. I would be nay on this one. Philly uh, I would do it, yes. Yeah. All right, this one, <clears throat> peanut butter and pepper jelly jalapeno bacon burger from the Charleston mm -hmm. River Dogs. Just too many flavors going on there. Peanut butter jelly is a yes for me, but in a jalapeno brat. Uh, I, I, I'm a no. I wasn't a big peanut butter and jelly guy until the Incrustables came out. 
You know, I never had peanut butter on a burger until probably two years ago, and now I can't get enough of it. It's phenomenal. I'm not a big peanut butter. Either. I don't like jelly on it, but uh, on this burger, you can apparently add 20 toppings and a beef hot dog. Man, I'd like to know what the 20 toppings you could add. Uh, let's see. Red and white hots. This comes from the Rochester Red Wings at Frontier Field. It's a hot dog, uh, and it comes with unsmoked pork, beef, veal mixed with mustard and other spices. Yeah, not a big veal guy, so no. I would say yes. Topped off with local red and white hots as you like them and enjoyed with a side of fried pickles. Yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a spicy guy, so I, I like spicy stuff. I'm out on that one, too. All right, the Wicked Witch Sandwich and Fries and Coleslaw. The Sacramento River Kings change their menu completely, apparently, every single year. And this one, let's see. Provolone cheese, seasoned fries, piled high with vinegar slaw. It's kind of a basic. Coleslaw and a burger don't go with me. No, but um, if you have fries with, like, vinegar, that's very good, though. This right. is fries with vinegar and salt. Here's an interesting one. The triple play from the Reno Aces. They invented this one in 29. Triple decker is made with grilled slices of Pullman bread paired with pulled pork, brisket, and a heaping portion of coleslaw. And then it's topped with barbecue meatballs, pickles, cherry peppers, and held together by skewers. Hmm. What type of bread was it? Pullman bread. It must be a local brand. Yeah. It's a lot on there, but you really start to lose when you add sharp cherry peppers and pickles. And Yeah, I'm not a big fan of coleslaw on like a barbecue sandwich. I think that's something I would di- dissect it and eat it kind of individually instead yeah, of for... Yeah, exactly. All right, so let's move on to Meyer League Baseball. Uh, ben Hill, who has a great blog over at MILB.com, he travels um, the nation each summer looking for different food items. Uh, he's got a great blog if you want to follow him. And he rated the best items for each level of baseball. So for a trick belay, he voted the Memphis Redbirds their barbecue nachos. Let's get some detail here. Um Cheese, pork, barbecue sauce, dry rub is what's consistent with that. I would say, yeah. It's kind of like a pulled pork nacho. Yeah, definitely. Honorable mentions with the city barbecue with the Columbus Clippers, border nachos with the Chulas, and the garbage plates at the Rochester Red Wings. Double A, uh, Ruby's loaded brisket baked potato. You don't see a lot of baked potatoes in sports concessions. Um Jumbo size split open top with cheese, sour cream, and then you can add any type of meat you want on top of it. That sounds good. I honestly don't know if I've ever had a baked potato with meat on it other than bacon. No, there's a place, uh, for sure it's in Alabama, and uh, it may be other places in the south, but it's called Rick's Barbecue, and you can get a pound potato, and then they put, I think, like a pound of meat on it. That thing's pretty impressive. The Class A Advance Award winner was from the Wilmington Blue Rocks in the Carolina League. The Sweeney Donut Dog. So kind of com- combining some things we talked about. The bun is a glazed donut bun. Not in the shape of a donut, but an actual hot dog glazed bun with bacon, raspberry gel- jelly drizzled on top of it. Mm, bacon, hot dog, and donut together just doesn't. You know, I'm good without the jelly, though. Yeah. All right, this is one that's. One, I don't know if – well, we could probably try to finish this. The Hickory Crawdads got the award for Class A in the South Atlantic League. 
the Colossal. Uh, it's one of the biggest items in minor league baseball, a foot-long chili cheese dog, okay. pub chips, a half-pound burger, a pulled pork sandwich, a corn dog, five onion rings, two jalapeno poppers, and two pickle spears. Wow. That sounds good, really, really good right now. Um, <laughs> they might be onto something. I'm good with everything but the corn dog. A hot dog, half-pound burger, a pulled pork sandwich, a corn dog. That alone. How much? That's that four. Say? That's no. It's four <laughs> items. But then you got to do pub chips, jalapeno poppers, and pickles. Their challenge is, if you can finish it in six outs or less, you'll get your money back and go on their wall. Of six outs. Six outs. That could either be really quick or yeah, that's yeah, that's kind of. Yeah, at Capco Park, I mean, you either have five minutes or you have 35 minutes you know, <laughs> how our innings go. But, uh, yeah, ooh, that's a lot. I think I could do it, though. I know I couldn't. Maybe we should offer something like that. You know, we did offer a challenge back in the day. We did um, have the Tomasinator, which came from our friends, um, Macaulay Pizza Company, who used to be Tomasos. It was their Tomasinator pizza, which is now their Terminator. And we did a challenge where there two people had to finish it in, like, 30 minutes and Let's just say it didn't end well most nights, especially for those that um, were able to finish it. I remember there was two young men from the Oak Creek baseball team who came out the night before the state tournament Ooh. and decided they wanted to take on the challenge, um, and they weren't feeling the best by the end of the game. They were ready to go the next day, but they had a, a rough experience um, prior to their state championship. If you're listening and you have any ideas that we could uh, do an eating contest with that uh, – Corosai with uh, what team was that? Uh, the Hickory Crawdads in the South Atlantic League. Yeah, if you got any suggestions, uh, feel free to send them over on our social media links, and uh, we'll take a look at them. You got to like a good food contest at the ballpark always. Um, the last one for rookie ball. This came up a lot when our fans were submitting stuff. Um, oysters kept coming up. The Rocky Mountain Oyster Burger. Uh, I'm not an oyster guy. Yeah, I don't. It's uh, Eric, a Rocky Mountain oyster is not an oyster. Do I want to know what it is? It it is. Uh, I believe it's bull testicles. You're right. Yeah. Reading well, that, more on this. Yeah. That's, did uh, you know that, or did you research this? No, I knew it. Well, I knew it. I'm back. A, I'm from, a nay for both of those. Yeah. <laughs> well, because I remember I saw it on Fear Factor once, like 15 years ago. Yeah. And it, it's on my list of crazy things to come up with. All right. Yeah. So let me ask you if it was no. an actual oyster in a burger, are you eating it? No, still no. If it's a bull testicle in a burger, are you eating it? Uh, that's an absolute no. <laughs> if you were on Fear Factor and you could win 100 grand, would you eat the bull testicles? Just being on Fear Factor, I mean, Joe Rogan's good enough. Oh. All right. Uh, did you guys find any items that really stood out in the world of crazy? I mean, it's it's awesome how minor league and summer collegiate pro teams have really adapted these crazy contraptions. I always look for it when I go to minor league stadiums. I know pros are getting more into it. I think it's the best part about the food operations in baseball. Yeah, I had a few. Let's hear them. Uh, the first one I had was the cotton candy hot dog. I saw that one. Um, I wouldn't try it, so to speak, just because I'm not a big cotton candy guy, but it was really popular. We know all of us agree who in our office would oh, try it. Jacob. Jacob, for sure. In a heartbeat. Yeah. I also, uh, going off of that, I've seen a, uh, a waffle cone with cotton candy and ice cream on top of it. Yeah, I saw um, that, too. So that's another cotton candy thing. Uh, the other one, you probably have it, too, is the, 
the pickle corn dog that the Rangers yes. did. That one didn't they set like a like records for it or something like that? Yeah, we have a story. Me and Rob were at one of our great partners, Badger Popcorn, two years ago, yep. and I can't remember the pickle company. Holton. Holton Pickle. Holton yeah. Pickles. Um, I think they were the company or they saw the company who did these pickle corn dogs and they take out the middle of the pickle and they put a hot dog in and then they batter the it batter. up and deep fry it. And the Rangers were huge on it. We had looked at doing it. Um, we just couldn't really execute it. It's something we might try at some point. But, yeah, the Texas Rangers, I think, still have it on their menu today. Uh, the final one I have that I would never try under any circumstance uh, but the uh, in Seattle they did the toasted grasshoppers, oh. and apparently it was a huge hit for them. Maybe I think if I read correctly, like at one point they ran out or something like that because so many people ordered it. Uh, but yeah, I would I would never try it. But I guess it works for the Mariners fans for sure. How much for you to try a grasshopper? Realistically, hundred bucks, two hundred bucks. White bobble boy, non bobble boy, cash, hundred bucks. Do you do it? No, probably more than that. Two hundred. We'll just start at three. Three hundred. I won't. I don't know. I could do it for a hundred bucks. I don't know if I could. I don't know if I. I'm with Chris. It's I'm just in the three to five hundred range. Crunch and swallow, right? Oh, I don't know if I could do it. It's amazing that the Mariners fans really into this thing. Rob, do you have anything? Uh, the one one thing that uh, I seen was the the foot long brownie rolled in rice crispy and deep fried in cake batter. Oh yeah. Um, topped with whipped cream. Yes. Um, the Texas Rangers did that one. Uh, so that that would be one that I would love to have at our ballpark um, and even try. Well, let's get to our fans who are part of Nook Nation who gave their opinion on our social media earlier this week. John Sheehan, who's a great season to color, he said he enjoys the meat lover's pizza with the barbecue chicken and pork on top of it. Um, our friend Greg Ebert over at the Old Time Ball Player Association, a season ticket holder, he likes his favorite item is the cheeseburger with jalapenos at the ballpark. Uh, Greg also said the craziest thing that he's seen would be water. Then he doesn't remember when he had water at Capitol Park or Miller Park. Another crazy item was when they had bananas at Miller Park. I don't remember that at all. They never tried never tried them. They didn't last more than a season. Ann said her favorite is the walking taco and the German nachos at our ballpark. And she said we serve the best brats of any ballpark she's been to, and that's thanks in part two. John Gabe and the fine folks over at Using Your's Famous Sausage Jason, another season sailor, loves our fish fry on Friday nights. Matt Poinger, he loves our cheese curd burger. And we only bring that out one night a year right now on our salute to cheese night. Um, we kind of will admit we stole it from the T-Rats. It's a burger with cheese curds and nacho cheese on it. Um, we also have our mac and cheese pizza um, that we bring out on the salute to cheese night as well. Loaded mac and cheese is Mary Kay's favorite item. Uh, Mary says, does wine count? Yeah, I would think so. Yeah, right. I would throw wine in there. Yeah. And, Rob, we brought on a new wine sponsor this year, actually. Yeah, Anse International. Uh, they're our wine provider. Very good wine selection uh, this year. Um, they'll be back with us next year, hopefully. And make sure to check out um, that at the main bar at Capco Park. Our buddy Mitch Nellis said seafood clam chowder at Fenway. Mitch is a big Red Sox fan. And then Jenny said the brat nachos at Miller Park, which I know are a huge favorite. Uh, and then Maverick, another shout-out to Maverick, the 10th man of the Chinooks, the Miller Park Minute Maid Frozen Cherry Aid. My dad's a big frozen Minute Maid guy at Miller Park, too. So, All right, before we wrap things up, you know, we've done one round of taste testing already. We got a big food show after the new year in Chicago, and then we kind of firm things up. What's on your wish list for 2020 or a future season? 
Uh, really short so I, I'm a big sandwich guy. So I put like a wrapper or, or like substation. I think that'd be cool. I know it'd be difficult to have, but I definitely would eat there. Uh, street tacos. I'd be a big fan of that. And then like pastries. Cause I'm not like a, a weird dessert guy. I like pastries. So I would say that all probably won't happen, but. Rob, are you going to work on the pastry stand for next year at Capco? Uh, that's Park? a no. Uh, I don't think we're going <laughs> to go down be that at, avenue. <laughs> Rob will be at 6 a.m. getting the pastries ready every morning. So, uh, Can I ask what the difference between a regular taco and a street taco is? I know street tacos are popular, but I honestly don't know the difference. Well, I mean, the tacos you get are just ground beef and cheese. That's true. So, like, a street taco, like, typically when it be, like, steak, like, cilantro and onion. You know? Okay. Okay. Rob, tacos in general would be cool, yeah. You're yeah. the man in charge at the concession stand. What do you want to bring? The, the tacos definitely, um, I think, is a, is a must, kind of going off what Chris said. Um, I, I definitely would disagree with the pastries. <laughs> no love for the pastries. <laughs> Maybe we can start making our own bread, too, at the ballpark in the morning with the pastries. It's been talked about. Yeah, it has. <laughs> okay, I'm going to vote that one down, too, please. Probably coming at 5 a.m. to start the bread as well. Um, the, ro the roasted nuts, like we talked about earlier in the show, um, that would be one of the key items. And then uh, maybe maybe even a, a grilled cheese or something along those lines. I see it's very popular in other teams with a grilled cheeseburger. Um, so, yeah, maybe those are some things that we could possibly introduce down the road. Yeah, and, you know, last year – Took a lot of mine off the list. I always wanted breadsticks at Papa yep. Gills. Um, I always wanted the walking taco, a few more of the dessert options. Um, so I don't have a ton on my list list. I would love to do a night where we have tacos each week. I'm with you guys on there. Um, and then I think some sort of grilled cheese or cheese stand type stand or entree items. I mean, we're in Wisconsin. I mean, right. you can never have enough cheese in this state. So I could pass up on the pastry. If we added, do you remember those apple things we had at um, at the food tasting? It was like the, the deep fried the apple. deep fried apple. Yeah, I'll substitute the pastries for that. Yeah, we had we we taste tested a lot of different dessert items yeah. at Riverside Foods, and uh, I, if I could bring them all to the ballpark, it would be awesome. But oh, yeah. uh, I know Chris and Eric destroyed their helpings of the the deep oh. fried Oreos yes. and the what was the cookie dough. Cookie yeah. dough. We got one contraption that secrets. we're not going to talk yeah. about here, and the folks at Riverside turn us on to it. It's an item we already have with a twist on it. Genius. We'll announce it easy, later this easy, year. Not too much. Yeah, I'm genius. telling you, but you've never seen it anywhere else. We might be the first team to do it, I think. Yep, and so, it's going to be amazing. Yep. So we'll be. you'll have to wait to hear about that and the rest of our selections more towards the spring. Um, that's going to kind of wrap things up for this week's edition of Talking About Ballpark Food. Thanks to all the fans of Nook Nation that contributed on social media. We want to give a quick plug and thanks to all of our great food and beverage providers at Capital Park over the years. Gordon Food Service, Pepsi, Using Years Famous Sausage, Toronto Baking Company, Vintners, Milwaukee Pretzel Company, Badger Popcorn, Cedar Crest Ice Cream, Miller Coors, Beer Capital, Great Lakes Brewing Company, and Broken Bat Brewing Company. Thank you for all your help and helping us really what we feel is a first-class concessions operation over at Capco Park. We got a lot of great guests coming up. Um, some individuals that I think you'll be very shocked we got on the podcast. We're still lining that up, but we got a lot of great stuff planned um, for the remainder of 2019. Rob, thanks for joining us for your first time here. Yeah, thanks. Hopefully I come back. Uh, I, I love this topic that we talked about, but we have many more great topics down the road, and I look forward to being back. And we got to do the live. 
Krispy Kreme taste test at yes. some point on here. So, sure. Chris? Chris blindfolded and uh, taste testing donuts. Hey, if you guys want to pay me, that's fine. All right. Well, we're probably going to get lunch because it is the lunch hour. We thank you for joining us here on the Nook Nation podcast, and we'll see you next Wednesday right here on the Chinooks Social Network. Washington State Bank is the official sponsor of the Lakeshore Chinooks 2020 season, and they have a new fun way to root for the home team. Visit one of their branches to get your hands on the brand new Chinooks Visa debit card. For a limited time, this new card design comes with fun perks like tickets and merchandise discounts for the 2020 season. Visit pwsb.com for details. Member FDIC.